Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. My name is Michael Rozeal and I'm the host of the show where I get to speak with Olympic athletes and hopefuls on their story and path to the games. Today, super special guest, Jake Arnitz, UCLA alum, currently um, playing volleyball over in Europe. Super cool dude. He gets, he told us a lot about growing up, um, what it was like playing volleyball and how, how his body allowed him to do that from a young age. So he was uh, Pretty, pretty cool with that. I uh, had a great conversation with him just talking about sport, talking about being on Team USA, kind of, mostly. He's on the website. That's good enough for me. And what he needs to do moving forward to really make a, a solid footprint and, and hold his place on that team. So Jake was a lot of fun to speak with. Um, really hope you guys enjoy the interview. But first, have you ever wanted to launch your own podcast but didn't know where to start? If so, you're in luck because I have partnered with launchingpodcasts.com, a step-by-step video course to easily launch a podcast. Everybody at this point wants one. If I could do this literally for the rest of my life, give me just the bare minimum to pay for my bills and I will be extremely, extremely happy. I use this information from the course to launch my podcast and I have seen some amazing results with well over 5,000 downloads and over you know on every single continent, which is the coolest part to see. I'm very happy about that. So why did I create podcasts? Why did I create a podcast, specifically this one, where I get to speak with Olympic athletes and hopefuls, so I could grow my brand, build new relationships, and become a thought leader in this space. And now you can too. Heading over to launchingpodcasts.com, that's podcasts with an S, and you get $50 off by using my promo code Mike at checkout. That's launchingpodcasts.com, promo code Mike at checkout. And without further ado, here's Jake. All right, today special guest Jake Arnitz, USA volleyball, born July fifteenth, nineteen ninety five, in Yorba Linda, California. Has played volleyball since the sixth grade. Recently, just graduated from UCLA on their men's volleyball team, where he was a multi-time All-American, and just recently signed his first professional contract with Bison's Bull Volleyball in beautiful Germany. Jake, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. No, dude. Pleasure is all mine. So, Jake, thank you so much. I mean, I, I looked up. You're you're a pretty tall dude, so I guess volley. It was either volleyball or basketball, right? So, I guess if you don't mind, take us back to California and uh, you know how you how you got into this whole thing. Yeah, um, I was. I actually grew up. I mean, I played basketball, played football, played baseball. Um, I think the two sports that I love the most was baseball and volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But my mom played volleyball. My sister played volleyball before me. So um, I guess just always kind of being around it with my sister and stuff, I uh, I had to make the decision, like, going into high school, what mm-hmm. I wanted to do, whether it was baseball or volleyball. Um, and that was a super hard choice for me because they're the same same season. So uh, I ended up obviously picking volleyball, and I think I made it right. The, <laughs> smart, the smart decision on the fact of, getting a ucla degree and and uh yeah so yeah man that uh if that's the worst part yeah i guess it's really not that bad then huh no um i'll be honest i'm a baseball junkie so this would have been a way cooler conversation from my point of view but i've always loved volleyball as well um yeah i love baseball so that was yeah. yeah very cool man i love it i mean so um you know, hearing from California, you immediately assume beach volleyball, right? Or at least I do. I'm out here in the East Coast where it's 30 degrees today. Yeah. Um, you know, so what? what's, I guess, for you, what was it that drove you towards indoor um, versus beach? Or was that just kind of just how it, how it all played out? Um, at least, I mean, if you're talking about nowadays, like if you had to make the decision now, it's easy to make because, I mean, for girls, it's hard because now there's a, a collegiate girls volleyball volleyball on the beach for guys 
it's just indoor. So, I mean, okay. it's pretty easy to make. Um, almost, I mean, if you play volleyball, the majority of the people I know, like I know a lot of players that just play beach, but the majority of us play indoor during the winter, mm -hmm. summer. If you're not in the USA gym, you're playing beach. I mean, you're just out there enjoying it and hanging out because in the winter you're playing at your school or wherever you are. See, I so, didn't yeah, know. So. Very cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that there was no um, male collegiate beach volleyball. I did not realize that. Yeah, there's no, and there won't be because of football. Oh, uh, that does make sense. Because, oh, shoot. Yeah. With Title IX and everything, there has to be – all that stuff so mm -hmm. there's never going to be a male volleyball i don't at least right now it's not looking like mm -hmm. anytime soon you know mm -hmm. maybe far in the future but as of right now it'll just be indoor for us we'll roll with what we roll with and clearly again yeah. um you did you did pretty well so i mean i guess when here's a good question when was your growth spurt was was sixth grade when about the time you were like hey i'm taller than everybody um, or, or was it a little bit more towards high school when you're like maybe this is something i can do no, I think, I mean, it was earlier. Um, I've always kind of been taller than all my friends. Um, I remember, like, the only growth spurt I really remember was I was in kindergarten, and I was just, mm. like, I had to leave school because my body was just hurting so bad. But, I mean, I think I went into high school at, like, six, six three, Whoa. six four. All right. So, like, I've always been tall. Um yeah, I think I've, I don't really know. My parents are tall, my uncles and aunts, grandparents. So it's kind of however sisters. it works. Man. So, yeah, that's all. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm always curious about that because sometimes, you know, I've talked to people where it wasn't until like their sophomore year where they come back from summer and they're just like, oh, and now I'm 6'5. Um, but it yeah. sounds like you've been doing that for a little while now. So, yeah. what, um, you know, as you said, when you got into high school, you kind of had to decide between volleyball and baseball. Was there ever the understanding that, okay, like this is possibly something that I could not just do in high school, but this one of these I could possibly do or both I could possibly do in college? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, by the time I got to high school, I knew it was just volleyball. I mean, I had mm -hmm. my, okay. I was training just volleyball with, with, I was getting private lessons and um, doing all that stuff. Cause I knew that I was just hundred percent focused on volleyball at that time. Um, and I kind of knew that I was, I was like, I could have something going, uh, early on. Um, but I don't, I would say probably my sophomore year was when like, I mean, freshman year of, of high school, I was, I was like in between JV and varsity. I was doing both cause we had a really good team my freshman year. Um, but then junior years when we had a really good team and so like, yeah, I mean, I just that's mm -hmm. kind of when it all just kind of started rolling, and I just kept going with it. And when when did teams start to recruit you? When did colleges start to come around? I mean, I guess if your team was that yeah. stellar, like uh, they noticed you, but like when did they start to specifically recruit you? Yeah, um, well, for I went to I played where I played club. A lot of the coaches um, were also like they moved on or new college coaches. So I was really fortunate to have a really good club that I played for. Um, but back when I was in high school, they, they were recruiting a lot later for guys. Mm -hmm. um, me and Christian Hessenauer, my teammate at UCLA, were um, the first two to get to sign uh, with a team. 
I think we were sophomores in high school, which was like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was like, that's crazy. Um, nowadays it's like they get after you really early or as early as they can. Um, but yeah, I think I started getting recruited. I would probably say my sophomore year, but when I started getting recruited, I already, when UCLA offered me, I was, there was a really no competition with mm-hmm. Sprague, Brad Keller. Um, those two, they're the, they're the best. So mm-hmm. couldn't mm-hmm. really say no to UCLA degree and playing for him. Yeah, it's not too far from home either, too, right? It's it's it, yeah, it's, nice it's far enough away to where yeah. I'm not I'm not close to home, but it's I mean I'm an hour with no traffic in LA, which never happens, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's far enough away to be away from home, but still close enough to have family and if I mm-hmm. can go home, re- regroup or something. Yes, I, that 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 was my um, decision on college too. Not that I was offered a scholarship or anything. I mean, fourteen-year-old yeah. Jake was about a foot taller than I am now. So you know, <laughs> uh, cheers on that. So um, I mean, I guess another question on that, like, so you're you're fifteen or sixteen years old, a sophomore in high school, and you know, one of the biggest well-known colleges, if not in America, potentially around the world, comes to you and says, "Hey, we want you to play for us." Like, what is sixteen? Like, how how at sixteen did you kind of? handle that and make sure that your head wasn't getting too big because I know me and I would have my head would have been I wouldn't have been able to walk through a door yeah um, I mean I was surrounded by a lot of really amazing athletes like for my club team I mean we were really good and um, it was just kind of I don't know it was just something that I mean my sister got a scholarship Uh um, so I didn't really see a big deal about it you know I was just kind of like okay like I'm gonna go (laughs) <laughs> for one of the top universities which I mean as, and I still like look back and be like dang like I was super fortunate and super lucky and blessed to be able to do that but um I mean you can never really not improve so I got that opportunity and I was like okay like I, people would tell me like oh yeah but there's like each year they bring in a new stellar class mm-hmm. so like okay so like I can go in and you just got to keep improving you got to have that just mindset that you're not the best when you go in, which was tough for me. My freshman year of college was hard because um, it was hard because I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of pressure uh, going in as like the number one recruit into college. I had a lot of like people were expecting a lot. And so my freshman year was tough in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the performance my freshman year that I wanted to. I mean, I started, but I didn't have the, like the year that I thought I was going to have. So, I mean, it is, it's, it's tough sometimes to have like that stigma of you're the best when you're in that situation, but you just kind of have to like, my sophomore year is completely different. I didn't, I didn't care what people thought. I didn't read anything on what people wrote about me. I just kind of played and it was much better. You know, you Mm -hmm. just kind of got to play free and not think about trying to be the best or anything. You just got to do what you can and just Mm -hmm. play for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you were definitely the best of the, you know, the crop of 18 year olds, of course. And now you're coming into college playing against 21, 22 year olds. Right. So it's definitely things are going to change um, a little bit naturally. So, um, I mean, how did you like I, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but like, how did you handle that again as an 18 year old, as a 19 year old, you know, coming in, understanding you're the best. And then really, I'm not going to say flop because I don't really know exactly your numbers or how what the expectations were. But how did you handle the? I mean, it sounds like you were disappointed in your seat uh, in your freshman year. So what did you do differently? I guess either going into sophomore year or during sophomore year to make sure that you know you came around and, and came out on top. Yeah, I mean, 
for me coming into UCLA, um, John kind of split the team up. You know, he cut a lot of guys. So my freshman year, it was mostly freshman sophomores. Oh, okay. So we had a really, really young team and we weren't that great. We lost a lot of games and it was kind of like a re like a revamping year. But then mm-hmm. my sophomore year, we were all like, okay, we can do it. Like we lost in the final four of my sophomore year. Um, but I don't know. I think most of the biggest change from freshman to sophomore was me really just not caring what people thought if I had a good game or a bad game or reading anything on, I don't know, Twitter mm-hmm. or off the block mm-hmm. or just anything that people write about like after games on performance. Like I didn't want to hear it, see it. Like, like my mom reads that all the time. And I'm just uh. like, I don't, you don't <laughs> tell me anything that's being said about me I don't want to hear it uh so like that was big because I didn't I didn't have pressure of like mm-hmm. oh he's like, you know the weight on my shoulders of everyone's expectations so that was pretty much the biggest and then yeah I just put in a lot of work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah as I, I said earlier I got stronger from lifting and, mm-hmm. that, yeah. and then you know as I was saying earlier I mean you were a, a multi-time all-american um you know clearly you guys were pretty good when you were there I think when I looked up the statistics you were top four or top five in multiple different categories um all time at UCLA which I'm sure they have a, a little bit of a history when it comes to volleyball so congratulations on that man so um clearly you did very well at UCLA how many um do you guys how many Pac-12 titles did you guys win when you're out there we didn't we actually didn't win any um in our conference BYU took most of them and then my last year we split into two it was the MPSF and then pack or it was MPSF and Mount or oh, okay okay yeah they split them up um so we didn't actually win anything and then my sophomore year we lost in the semifinals and then this past year we lost in the finals to Long Beach so it was tough a uh, lot two years I mean and my junior year we junior year was upsetting we had a lot of injuries but mm-hmm. yeah hey man it is what it is we take it and we move forward with it i mean it's still yeah. yeah i mean i was gonna say it was only a couple months ago now i'm assuming so it's a little fresh still so we don't need to dive too deep into that one but um <laughs> another part i want to talk about is you know you're on team usa correct like what what is that process like and how how did you become a part of team usa and how how has that helped since you've been on the team um for the the amount yeah. of time that you have i mean I'm not technically on the team. You know, I'm in the gym with the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's good. Hey, way closer than I'm ever going to be, man. So uh, I'll I'll give it to you. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, this last year was hard because I finished school so late. You know, Mm -hmm. we're on the quarter system. So Mm -hmm. by the time I get out of school, they have to all be traveling. So that's one of the reasons. But, um, I mean, with John being the coach, it's a little nice because um, he wants us to get better and, for UCLA and him. So after my junior year, I got to be able to go in there and train with them my junior, after my junior year. And then um, obviously after this year uh, for the Pan Am team, both summers. I mean, it's because that's what they look for. I mean, they want to bring people up. So they look for people to play on the Pan Am roster first mm-hmm. and get their feet wet in the international setting. So that's kind of where I started. Um, and yeah, with and what was that experience like for you? Like, what did you learn? What did you take away from it? It was great. I mean, it's cool because my house, like where I live with my parents in the summers between schools or between school years is only like 20 minutes away from 
ASC, which is where the national team trains. So I can live at home, still hang out with all my friends, but also it's kind of like a work, you know, you go in at eight o'clock, you lift, you get ready for practice, you practice and then you have recovery and you go home. So it's, it's super cool. Um, it's easy for me because I'm just, I'm, I'm living at home still where some other guys are living in the apartments still and away from home all, all mm-hmm. year. But um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's a lot. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. you're playing volleyball year round. So, I mean, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot on mentally, but yeah, it's cool. It's a good time being with all the guys every day too. So it's definitely way more fun than those nine to five jobs. I can, yeah. I mean, I've never done it, but I can guarantee you it's probably just a little bit more fun. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Clearly. Yeah. My, my office is playing volleyball. Yeah. Right. For a couple hours. That's not too bad. I think most people would sign up for that. So, uh, you know, consider, I mean, you did the work and you deserve it, but definitely consider yourself one of the lucky yeah. ones. So, um, so then, then, yeah, I mean, the next, the, one of the last topics I want to talk about, I mean, you signed your first um, contract, right? We t- spoke about that a little bit with um, out, out in Germany in, in Buell, correct? Did I say that right? Yeah, Buell, yeah. Buell, Buell? Yeah, I'll let you figure it out. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> tell me, I mean, tell me a little bit about that process. I mean, obviously we don't have a, uh, unless I'm just completely um, uninformed on the situation, we don't have like a professional volleyball team here in the United States. So what, what is that process like in, I guess, finding the right team for you or, or them, you finding them, like, how does that all work? And, and now you're living in Germany. Um, so after your, after college, after my game against Long Beach, when you're done with college, I don't, I'm not with the NCA anymore. You have to start finding an agent. So, I mean, I already kind of knew, um, who I was going to sign with. And so like right when I was done, pretty much signed with him and he started working on getting me a team. I didn't even do anything. I just waited for him to call me and say, Hey, this team wants you. So, um, yeah, this year was one of the hardest years he said to find a team because all the really good guys that have been here, experienced guys were moving leagues and, um, flopping teams. So it was tough, but, um, he said, found this team and, looked him up and I did a little bit of research on him and kind of found a little bit, a little bit out and um, just kind of went for it. You know, I just kind of said, all right, why not? I knew they weren't one of the top teams in this league, but um, it was, it's a, it's a pretty good situation. You know, I get a Mm -hmm. car, nice apartment, like it's cool. So, it could, it. it could definitely be worse. So I guess, I mean, obviously he has your best interest in mind, right? But like, is that like, w- were you shooting for the best possible situation for you? Were you looking for the most money? Like how, how does that, cause obviously I know nothing about professional yeah. volleyball. Like what do you need to do to just continue to rise up the ranks um, rather than just first, first so, come first yeah. serve come. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted, it was kind of, um, I wasn't going for the most money. My first year I was going for a team that I knew I was going to have to be able to like have an impact on, mm-hmm. you know, and get some playing time. So that's kind of what I've aimed for. You know, I didn't want no money, but, um, I wanted a team that was in the middle, you know, and this team I'm, I'm getting some playing time and, uh, we've had a lot of injuries again on this team this year. I mean, right now we have nine guys that are healthy, so it's kind of, it's been a crazy year, but um, that's kind of what I was looking for when I was trying to find a team was I wanted a team that I could play for obviously a first division. Um, but yeah. Uh, explain first division. Is that like, just like the premier league quote unquote, if I may. Yeah. I mean, so 
it's kind of like volleyball. It's or it's kind of like colleges in the states. Oh, so like, do you want? Okay, okay. If that you makes explain sense. That, like the Italian teams, there's a there's a first league in France and Germany. So yeah. Okay, cool. And now you're in you're in Germany, so you get to hang out. The yeah. Beautiful country there. Um. So I get. I mean, congratulations on that again, man. That is super cool. How long? Um. How long is the contract for? Is it like a year by year thing, or is it? Are you yeah. are you going to be so there for? I'm only going to be. I'm only going to be with this team for a year and then okay. find a new contract for next year. I don't want to stay here because I just – that's another thing. Like, I'm doing this to see different countries, and mm-hmm. so I, I don't want to – not even different countries. Like, if I can sign another contract in Germany but in a different location, like, I want to trap – like, I mm-hmm. want to be in the same place. I want to mm-hmm. be in a new place every year so I can see different things because that's kind of why – that's one of the reasons why I'm still playing is mm-hmm. I mean, you don't play volleyball for the money. It's not like you're playing baseball or basketball professionally. There's not. You're playing because you just want to see Europe and travel and and uh, just play for a few more years. Very cool, man. Yeah, I mean, if you can make a couple dollars, travel travel around Europe a little while, have fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound that bad. I mean, to get paid for spending par- New Year's in Paris, Christmas in, I went to Switzerland. Uh, I went to, obviously, traveled around Germany. And then, so I'm, I'm just going all these over all over and getting paid to just kind of play volleyball and travel. So that's pretty cool. I would, I would consider that pretty, again, stick, yeah. stick what you're doing. Don't do those nine to fives anytime yeah. soon. Um, and then my last question for you, Jake, um, the Olympics, obviously, again, I, I know you say you're not technically on team USA, but you're on the website and that's closer than I'll ever get, as I said. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll give it to you. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll give you an honorary yeah. mention. What um, is, is the Olympics? That's something that is uh, 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 an opportunity or realization is that something that is maybe maybe not 2020 maybe 2020 if not 2024 is that a legitimate or i'm sorry 2022 um no no 2020 i got it right um is that a legitimate yeah, um, possibility um i would say for this next one i mean obviously i want i mean i want to do it i want mm-hmm. to try for it um i would say it's going to be very tough i mean there's a lot of guys fighting for what i would say one spot um because you have the three returning guys from the last olympics so there's a lot of guys fighting for one spot in our position so i think it would be a struggle but definitely i mean i'm not gonna count anything out i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna but i don't know you know i don't know and six years is a long time Mm -hmm. to wait for the next olympics and that's a long time of living abroad in my opinion you know i'm getting married this summer congrats so thank you so i mean i don't know I have no idea what's going to happen after this year. So I'm just kind of playing volleyball year by year now that Mm -hmm. I finished college. And now I'm just kind of doing this for myself. So I have no idea what is going to happen. And yeah. You never know, man. Well, I'm crossing my fingers for you. I promise you that. So awesome. Well, Jake, I mean, that's about it, man. That's all I got. Is there anything else that you want to leave us with? How's, how's Germany? Tell us a little bit about Germany. What are you doing there? Um, don't say playing I mean, volleyball. We know that one. Yeah. The life, <laughs> the life of a professional athlete isn't as glamorous as people think. Let me tell you. Please tell I mean, us, Jake. Tell it's, us. It's tough over here. I uh-huh. mean, it's hard mentally. Um, you go, I wake up in the, I mean, you train six days out of the week or sometimes seven, depending on games and everything. But when you wake up, you go lift, you come home, you make lunch, and then you sit around your apartment kind of because you don't want to get tired and I live in a small town so it's not like there's a lot to do and you go practice for two three hours and then you come home and you're 
make dinner and you go to bed because you're exhausted. So, I mean, it's pretty, there's a lot of just hanging out in your room and doing nothing. You know, you got to find things to do and kind of occupy your time. Try not to just sit in bed and nap or watch <laughs> Netflix or something. You got to, there's a lot of downtime. I believe it. I was just about to ask you, what's uh, what's German Netflix like? I hear it's different in every country. It's a little different, but I mean, I, I honestly can't tell a difference. Like, yeah, there's the documentaries that are in German, but mm-hmm. I mean, you can change the language into English for all the shows. So it's pretty much the same. Ah, that's the same thing. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much yeah. again. We'll let you get back to uh, relax a little bit. Jake Arnitz, right? Arnitz, yeah, I got yeah. that. USA yeah. Volleyball, Indoor, UCLA grad. Thank you so much, Jake. Sincerely appreciate your time thank today, you. man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Our Athletes with Jake Arnitz. He was, as I said, super cool, uh, nice laid back dude. He's got a very chill California vibe to him, if I may. Um, A lot of fun speaking with him. So I hope you guys got a little bit out of it, understanding it from his standpoint, and really now hanging out in Europe um, and getting the opportunity to live and and play over there and, and, you know, the opportunity to check out some of the places because it's pretty cool over there. I can't, can't really complain about that. So thank you so much again to Jake. Thank you for you to you for listening. Really appreciate it. If you could please rate, review, subscribe, share, like, comment, do whatever you got to do to let iTunes know that you really like this. So more and more people can hear about our Olympic athletes and hopefuls and their story and path to the games. And thank you again to launching podcasts.com uh, easy step-by-step course on how to build a podcast. Use promo code Mike at checkout. That's promo code Mike at checkout for $50 off. So Thank you guys and girls so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day.